Welcome to Car Talk here on 98.9 Northwest FM on a Tuesday night uh, on Zoom with Mr. David Prince and Mr. Scotty Johnson. What's happening, gentlemen? G'day. What's going on? Please, how are we? Not too bad at all. <clears throat> how, are, how, are you, how are you guys? What's been happening in your world? Oh, well, compared to you, you teacher types, not, not a lot, <laughs> actually, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just sliding back into the year, the phone keeps ringing. People still want weird stuff done to their cars, so that's good. Well, that's good. Keeps you going. Absolutely. Exactly Absolutely. right. Uh, I mean, David is a very busy man. He's got, uh, I mean, what's the word, David? Uh, oh, this will be good. What word are you thinking? You status to uphold of your, <laughs> of your interior perfectionists. Um, so uh, yes, yes. So, so people will be like, "Oh, I need something done. I'll, uh, I'll give uh, Mr. Mr. David Prince a, uh, a call and, and scoot over there and and see you." So that that's uh, a. Yeah, you know, I had a I had a lady today who she sent me some photos, and her teenage kids sit with their feet on the dashboard of her Mercedes, yeah. and she's she wants to get to ready to to sell, and she sent me the photos, and. They're not just the feet aren't just resting there. They're like you know doing. Do, it looks like they're river dancing on the top of the dashboard. I mean, it's, mm, that's it's, gross. It's just nuts. And and she said, oh, you know, she said, you see what the kids have done? Yes, I said I did see from the photos. I get there today. I said I'd probably be cutting their legs off. I said, <laughs> I mean, you know, let alone how dangerous it is. You ever seen images of um or dramatizations of when people got their feet on the dash and the passenger airbag goes off? Yep. Oh, yeah, I can just that's, imagine. That's not a good thing in itself. Um, but, yeah, how? How? Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. You've got to think sometimes it's like, like the parent letting them do that. Like, come I on. Know. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's just give me a feet up the dash. <laughs> yeah, none of my kids did that, thankfully. Never would. No. Uh, <laughs> I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be game enough to do anything. Uh, no. <laughs> Especially your dad, the car car person. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, well, for me, it was always trying to like clean the car. Like my brother and sister would be a different story, but uh, <laughs> even then, like you know, not to kick the back of the seat, not not to damage the car, not to be a complete moron. So you you know you know to do those things, but yeah, that's ah. Uh, uh, and, and was was this was this Mercedes old by any chance, or was it quite new? Oh, no, no, it was a twenty sixteen. Uh, CLA, I think CLA 200. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I just thought, wow, that's a little bit of respect for your belongings. Is, it wouldn't go astray. But anyway, as Scotty said, keeps you in business. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just to find uh, understanding. That's it. That's it. So, actually, you no, know, you should say, oh, on your next card, make sure you do the same thing so you can give me an extra work. That's work. right. <laughs> uh, Scotty. Updates with you, Mel, or and what's happening with you? I mean, we're both back to the to the uh, old old job that we that we do. Yeah, that's that's about it. I've just been busy with that. I haven't been doing anything else, unfortunately. I do have some parts coming from Japan. Um, I can't really describe them. Most people won't even know what it is. But so for the Subaru Legacies, there was these optional. I guess pieces almost like mud guards that went on the side skirts yep. that yeah. came on those models. So I got those coming. Oh, nice. Are they what they call canards? No. No, different again. Okay. Yeah. I remember on my brother's old 
2.5 RX Gen 3, like yours, but obviously it was an, it was an NA one. He, he got off a B4, those little black scallops that go on the front of the side skirts and on the back bars. Is, are, are they the bits you're talking about? Yeah, they're like that. Yeah, they go on the side skirt bit, yeah. Um, and it took us a while. They kind of like make it a bit more bulkier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're really called, though. Yeah, that, that is a good name. Uh, they got they got they got mm-hmm. something they got weird, but they are they do look good. I think they quite I think they look really good on, on, a, on a Subaru. I mean, his one was silver, and they kind of like it made it really blend in after he had it lowered and uh, with the Gen Four wheels that were powder coated black, and it, it just it just tied it. It made it look really good. It was like yeah, was like a, no. I did I did like that car actually. I remember the only reason my brother bought a Liberty was because he was originally believe it or not going to buy my laser off me the SR two, and he basically was like, "What are you? What are you going to buy?" I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm looking at Liberties if you're going to take this Liberties, eh?" So then he started looking at Liberties. He's like, "Oh, let's go check this one." He's like, "Oh, I'm going to buy it." I'm like, well, th- "The plan is for you to get the laser." <laughs> so, so that that didn't, uh, didn't happen. But well, I used to love driving that that, that Liberty, and and it, uh, and it was 2001 with uh, like 190,000 k on it, and had the time had the time belt done at 185. And it was awesome to drive, smooth gearbox, reliable. It just worked. And I was like, it's a good car. Like for five grand, sunroof, full electrics, climate control. I'm like, and this is back in what, 2011? I'm like, this is a, that's a lot of car for the money. Like, that's absolutely. That's, and everywhere I went, it, was, it looked, it, looked, it still looked good with the spoiler and everything. I'm like, this is a good looking car. Um, and that's why, that's why when I saw your one, Scotty, I'm like, yeah, that's, they, still, they still look good, though, those Gen 3s. Yeah, I like them. Um, Very cool when you start them, the needles will spin around, don't they? Do, your, do yours do that, or is that with the Gen, Gen 4? No, I think that only came with Gen 4. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, my mistake. You're right. Um, but the Gen 4s were nice as well, and I was like, ooh, Gen 4. Gen 4 Turbo, <laughs> or, 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 or tuned by STI. I was like, ooh, they're they a juicy proposition. Because I was looking at those when I was um, uh, buying my about to buy my Typhoon, and it, it was like one of those Mazda 6 MPS, XR6 Turbo. And I was like, well, if I could spend a little bit more money, I could get the Typhoon. No, Typhoon. That's probably, it's probably the better investment of, of, of the lot. But, yeah, true. Um, but also, it's, they're actually a great car to drive. And I, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. So, but there you go. And I still, they still own it, which is, which is no surprise, really, because I don't sell any of my cars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the gen um, the gen threes were a really smart looking car in their day, and then the gen fours were even better. Mm-hmm. Something went very f- strange with them, didn't it? Really? What were they thinking? Was it going to be uh, Xenia or, or something? They had a oh, weird. Like, yeah, was, was a six seater. Seater, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, I'm like, what were they thinking? Like the Liberty was always such a really nice car. Um, I mean, the second gen and third gen both won Wheels Car of the Year. Yep, true. And like they were, you know, really well respected. Uh, a really well ran car that's probably, probably, I'd say, in terms of like a, like a driver's car, the best in the segment in their respective times. That is. But yeah, they just and then, then the Gen Four was just an elegant, really elegant looking car. And I've, I, I still see a Gen Four like a cleaner. We're like, oh, that's a nice looking car. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like them in a wagon. In a wagon, they they look they look hot and. Mm. Then the Gen Five was just like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what the hell happened? So, 
they went all, all Volvo 240 sort of thing, didn't they? Yeah, uh, just slab sided and straight and pointy edges and yeah, no. Yeah, no, awesome. I mean, one of the guys I work with has got a got a 2.5 turbo automatic one of those, and like he likes it. He's, he's like it's he's like it's a nice inside. It's a, it's it's a really well put together car. It's, it's you know it's solid and, and it's, it it sounds good, goes well. Um, but he's like, he's like, yeah, the styling just didn't look. He's like, he's like, I was looking at Gen Fours. He's like, I could have got a Gen Four for the same price as this. And he's like, I'd rather get the newer car, even though I don't like the, the look of it. And that just shows that people didn't really like the look of that that Gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, exactly, it, it it's funny when the the previous model um, Corollas are doing the same thing actually. Oh, now let me think of the years, um, sort of the mid two thousands um, before they became they went into the model that's that you can now get as the Blade. Um, no, which I get confused with the AA, whatever AA, whatever they are. Yeah, but the the uh, the the sort of O two to O six, yep, they're worth as much money in the trade now as the the, the shape after, because <laughs> it was such a good car, yeah. um, you know, and the 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 next shape wasn't recognised as 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 a good, well put together car, really. Yeah, that shape kind of was a bit plasticky, wasn't it? Even on the That's inside, right. the materials weren't good. Like it wasn't like as well built as as a Corolla should have been. That's and, right. That's right. You know, I've driven a few, and I know a few people that have them, and they say, "Look, reliability, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's a Toyota, but yeah. <laughs> in terms of just like the overall build quality, it wasn't a good car." No, no. And and that really surprised me because like I, I remember hopping in, and the whole car, the whole interior was just real scratchy cheap quality plastic and i'm like how did toyota get away with this like for for six years when they had it on sale because like they then they updated to the uh to the one that actually i think really brought the corolla back was a good looking car that 2012 yes yeah and then the new ones i reckon one of probably one of the nicest you know small cars on the market i reckon it's a good looking car mm. um so especially so, in that, that aspect with the with the 17 inch wheels they're great looking wheels absolutely and the uh and the the full the full moonroof yeah yeah the wagon version of those—it's that's a real missed opportunity for Toyota not to bring those out. I don't. I think um, all hybrid. I think you can actually bring them in now. I think they're on the sevs to, no. to bring them in uh, on as a hybrid. Hard top top tip: get one of those as a hybrid. Is that right? <laughs> but yeah, no, they're they're an interesting uh, they're an interesting model that that 06 to, to to twelve kind of kind of shape because like I, I do see I, I mean I see, still see heaps of them on the road, but. Yeah, just they just weren't a good car, and then they they didn't have a sports variant. I mean, they had a they had eleven ZR, uh, but even then it was a bit how you're going. It wasn't really a nice, well, yeah. Which is which is kind of a weird step because that, that previous gen you could get a Corolla Sportivo with the full leather, beautiful engine, real high revving engine. Yeah, um, and they actually drove really well. Whereas those was the later ones kind of just drove. Miserably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they drove. <laughs> they drove, yeah. I mean, as far as transport, yes. <laughs> like well, one of the people I know, she's got one, and it's it was an ex uh, Avis car, or or, uh, or, or it's like it's like it does sixty thousand case because she she doesn't drive it. But I'm just like, I can see why they would have chosen these because they are just a car. Like that's that's all they are. Uh, all that generation was. Or district nursing cars. That the district nurses consumed them in great quantity. They actually made money on every one of them. Actually, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they bought them. Um, they obviously attract some sort of discount, you know, uh, whether it's a fleet or a sales tax exemption because of what they do or something like that. 
Um, but then they found if they actually got rid of them before the 20,000K service, they didn't have to pay for the 20,000K service. They actually got more for them as trade-ins <laughs> than, than um, they paid for them. That's hilarious. So they didn't have to put tyres on them. They didn't have to do 20,000K service. So that's why, you know, they, they changed the fleet over and, and the dealer I do work for, um, the Toyota dealer, would have 30 of them at, at, at a time, you know, and they'd be able to do a deal on them and they would fly out the door, fly out the door. Because they'd still be cheaper than a new one um, for, for most punters, but because the, the um, nursing service got them at a, such a good discount in the first place, they, uh, yeah, they made money on every single one of them. So they made money on every single one they traded back in. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that. I mean, that, that really says a lot, doesn't it? And then, yeah, then absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The resale's always been bulletproof on them, pretty well. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're buying a Corolla, you kind of know what you're getting, right? Like you, you're that's, getting. That's right. It's written on the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says "reliable car" by me. <laughs> that, that's that's essentially what a, what a, what a Corolla does. But yeah, you're right though. That that shape was kind of never. Never the uh, the nicest one, I don't think. But uh, but yeah. So getting on with the uh, with with like Gen Four liberties, like I'd, I'd I'd happily own one. There's you know like if, if I could find a nice spec B in in or a, or an tuned by STI one with those wheel with those N key wheels, the factory STI N key wheels, good looking car, and they they still they still look great and and they were well kitted and you know I've I've always been a person like that to push them on. Be like I mean like you know they're they're like, oh, head gasket, this, that, and the other. I'm like, well, the turbo ones didn't suffer from the head gasket issues as much as the naturally aspirated 2.5s did. That's so, true. Um, so, it, and it's also also dependent on how well it's been maintained. But then again, sometimes you can just go. So, but good car, not, nevertheless. So, uh, no car updates with you, Scotty. Uh, Mr. No. Prince, you've got an interesting car update. Have I? Oh, uh, the photo I sent you the other day? Yes, from the photo you sent me the other day. It is... <laughs> It, put this, it is the, it is probably the toughest one I've I've seen. <laughs> the only one I've seen in in Australia. But uh, yeah. I'll show Scotty for some context. <laughs> the wheels uh-huh. the wheels have been changed. New boots uh, on the N one. Nice. I get I get look sick. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. They uh, I I got three of those from a mate. Oh, probably ten years ago now. Um, he had three sitting under the house. He'd, he'd had them on on some four by one hundreds, fourteen inch uh, diameter. He'd he'd had had them on a car, and before he got the car, one of them was pretty badly damaged, but he didn't realise. So he ended up putting other wheels on it. So he had three. So he said, "Look, I'm clearing out some stuff. Got to move house. Do you want these? You know." I said, "Oh, yeah, three wheels, great. Good for a trailer or something." You know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I really like them. I mean, they're they're a black racing Watanabe style. Uh, so I suppose that technically makes them a, a replica. But with a little bit of Yahoo Japan work, we, we found one, which was about 2,000 yen, probably got, was more than that to actually send to Australia, but <laughs> I ended up with a set. So then I had them all blasted and just powder-coated in that sort of graphite sort of colour. And I've, they're a very handy set of 14-inch wheels just to have to put on anything because they look good on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the N1 had... Uh, Quite a narrow 15 on it to begin with. To say it felt skittish makes it sound like a real performance car, <laughs> which ain't. So, uh, so we won't use that that uh, term. But um, 
I wanted to try something with a bit more, a bit more rubber and 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 sort of a, a nicer sort of um, to fill the wheel out wheel arches out a bit more. So um, Mitch had them on one of his cars for a while, and I said, I think I need those back. So he actually um, had a set of nice Mugen fifteens, put put a set of one nine five fifty fifteens, I think. Uh, tried those on. They looked fantastic in profile, but they were just too big for the car. They just stuck out too far out of the wheel arches. So I said, you know, I reckon, and I reckon those um, what maybe replicas are the way to go. Since so they're on a one seven five, uh, sixty fourteen, I think they are, and they're just just right. They just look exactly how I wanted it to look. So, and it drives a lot better. It um, it rides better, and it, it's um, probably got something to do with the, the quality of the tyres. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was pretty happy with how it looked when we when it got back on the ground. So yeah, so that was that was a very cool car update. I was very happy with that one. The only other car I've been playing with was oh the car you saw last Wednesday night, Maddie, that we gave away at our club meeting. I was going to say well, we've got to talk about that, don't we? That, that was uh, so I'm uh, driving home from work and I get a well actually no sorry I'm staying corrected. I went to my mechanics to to pick something up. And then I was driving back and I get a call from one Edward Bunting and Edward Bunting was like, Oh, what are you doing this evening? I'm like, well, I'm going home currently. And he's like, well, don't come home, come to the uh, Honda. Uh, it's an annual barbecue, isn't it? You guys. Yeah. We, we, the first event of the year, basically. Yeah. So we do a barbecue at Waddle Park out in Surrey Hills. Yeah. So I'm glad he invited you. I, we, I, I saw this familiar looking car coming into the car park and <laughs> In, in context, I couldn't sort of quite work out, you know, why I, why it was so familiar in a sea of Hondas, but uh, you know, blended right in. It was, it, it's, uh, you know, that era and it's Japanese, so that's fine. <laughs> this, is this is true. Like the, it's, it's the, the little SR two kind of blends in anywhere. So it's, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So ro- rocked up, and then I just see David looking. He's standing at the front of a DC two. Yeah, the Type R. Yeah, yeah it was, was, was a very nice looking car. Beautiful car. And then, uh, then I wave, and I just see David just looking at me like, "Who the hell are you?" And he's like, "Oh, mate." <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. Then, uh, then I, I parked up and 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 said hello to a few of the other gentlemen there. There was uh, obviously Edward, uh, Matty Dart, and, and a, few, a few other people. Your both your sons were there. They were, yeah. Uh, Mr. Prince, I uh, did see them. Uh, shook hands and said, "How do you do?" And Few other people I've, you know, I've bumped into before and, and had a chat, but I had a look at some cars. Just want to say that S600 was beautiful. Yeah, that's a lovely car, isn't it? Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, yeah. I, showed that, I showed that car to Steph, and she's like, I want one. He <laughs> <laughs> um, had that 40 years. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's impressive that he's had it that long, but it's it, it was beautiful, that car. Yeah. Like, it was a really nice car. I, I had a good look at that and took a photo, and I was obviously sent to a few people, said, check this thing, check how cool this thing is. And everyone, everyone's like, oh, that, that's that's freaking awesome. So, so that car, that car got a bit of love. But there was some also other, other nice cars there. So, some, you know, collection of legends, which I which I'm a big big fan of, uh, CRXs. But in particular, there was this one car that was under a sheet. <laughs> yes, it was. We um, that was um, that was Ed's great idea actually. Um, we about two weeks before the the meeting, I had an email from a guy who said, look, I've got a car. Sitting on the front lawn, it was my mother's car. Um, she doesn't drive anymore. Um, hasn't moved in about six or seven years. I've had an offer of fifty bucks for it from one of these places. It'll come and take your car away for scrap metal. 
He said, I can't bring myself to do it. It's been in the family too long and part of the family. If anyone in the club would like it for parts or to restore, um, you can have it, basically. I thought, cool, well, the price is right. So uh, Ed and I headed out. <clears throat> I messaged him back and said, look, I think we'll see if we can get it started and you know move it. You know, he said, "Oh no, you won't get it started. It's it's been sitting there, you know, for all these years. I think you'll have to drag it off." And I said, "Okay, well, we'll see how we go." You know, so we had all our gear and pumped up the tires, hooked up a jump a jump pack to it, a big jump pack, and um, the starter motor ground into life, and off it went. And the look on the guy's face was absolutely priceless because he, he just said, if I hadn't have seen that, I would never have believed it. Uh, anyway, we you know, massaged the gears through the quadrant a few times. It was auto and moved, drove the thing off the lawn, pumped the tyres up and, and off it went. So uh, it needs a lot, needed a lot of work. Uh, it was covered in moss and lichen and, and rubbish. Um, but uh, we went back a couple of days later because we moved it off the lawn, which is what he really needed. But he said, look, any time you want, it doesn't have to go this week, you know, any time now is fine. But we said, oh, no, look, we'll do this and, and looked over it and took it to the car wash on the way home, put about 10 bucks worth of coins into the into the power wash and just blew all this stuff off. And the more, the further we went into it, we thought, actually, this is a pretty good car, you know, 150,000 Ks. It had the books, the interior was... Oh, all but flawless. I mean, there are a couple of couple of bits of wear on the top of the driver's seat, mainly from the sun. A um, couple of spots of rust. That's probably the worst thing about it. Uh, anyway, we thought, what are we going to do with it? It's been donated to the club, basically. Ed and I sort of had this light bulb moment. Let's give it away, like give it away as a prize on the night. So I'd already sent around the reminder about the the, the meeting, the barbecue. And then so I had to do a sort of stop press, you know, breaking news. Uh, come along for your chance to win a free car. And, yeah, a lot of people poo -pooed it, thought it was a bit ridiculous. My wife actually said to me, why don't you sell the raffle tickets? I said, I don't think anyone will buy them. You know, they probably won't want it. But uh, if I give it to them, then if I give them a raffle ticket, then they've uh, they've got one. So anyway, we uh, we left a cover on it and then, then sort of had a bit of a reveal that, that Maddie was instrumental in. Oh, and... Uh, <laughs> I should be paid for my time to pull a cover back off a car. That's right. <laughs> like a sale of the century model. <laughs> and, I, I, I always wanted to be a hand model when I, when I was growing up, you know. So yeah. I, <laughs> I think you can model. <laughs> it's just uh, to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so we... we then we unveiled a 1984, wasn't it? 84? 83. 83. 83 Accord Hatch. So they came, it was auto, it had air conditioning, power steering, and um, ran sweet as a nut. We, we lashed out, actually put 10 bucks worth of premium in it too. Cool. So that probably helped with how it ran. But we, we drove it to Wattle Park on a trade plate. And um, anyway, the, the guy, I, I said, if you, if you don't, someone will win the car. If, if you don't want the car, then you can donate it back to the club. And if anyone else in the club wants it, then they can make an offer, and, and the funds will go to the club. So, yeah, the guy that uh, the guy that that won it was absolutely wrapped, but his um, his wife standing next to him wasn't quite as wrapped because he already <laughs> had a selection of cars distributed amongst various family members' garages. Uh, so he graciously donated the car back to the club, and um, yeah, it was uh, someone came up to me and said, "We'll give you." some hundreds of dollars and 
that they now own the car. Off it's gone to its new home, and, and they're going to restore it. So, hold out your hand. Hold out your hand. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, really need uh, Ed to, to do the old old Archie. Don't we, Scotty? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> we need him. <laughs> so, it was a great night. We had about sixty people there, and um, great barbecue. And uh, yeah, I, I think part of the attraction was that it was just so good to meet together again as a club, and, and um, outside of the last year being such a mess. And uh, yeah, the offer of a free card obviously helped as well. So that was really worthwhile. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. So, yeah, that, that's, that's two good car updates there, Mr. Mr. Prince. <laughs> Gotti, we need to get your car on the road this year, my friend. That yeah, 30, I know. That 31 needs to happen. It does. It will. It will. It will. It will. Uh, what else needs to happen to it to make it happen? Uh, don't know. Don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the point that I'm kind of at. I need to see what... Um, what else would need to be done for Roadworthy? So, You've done are you fair- planning to club plate it, or are you are you putting it on Fort Ridge? Club. Okay. Yep. So because it's you- not going to get driven that often anyway, so I don't see the point on going full rego, paying yep. for full rego when it's not really going to get driven that often. Yep. You've had the wheel bearings, you've changed the wheels, lowered the suspension. Yep. The- Brakes are all good. I've done all that. Breaks are sorted. Like it's it's you you've chipped away at it. Um and yeah, I think I think you I think you I think you're pretty close, Scotty. I think so. I just need to take it to some place and just you know, if there's suspension bushes that need to be changed, then I'd prefer a place to do that. Yeah. You know, they got the machines to push out the bushes. I'm not. I don't want to stuff around with that. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it might cost you a little bit, but. In time, you know, it, it's just absolutely a no-brainer, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they can sit there and curse and scream with old parts that aren't coming off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, it saves my knuckles. I can keep the skin on my knuckles. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. But, yeah, hopefully this year and, and uh, we'll, we'll have that on the road because it's a good-looking car now since you've, had the, since you've had the body kit and everything. All like you know, all genuine. Yeah, it says they got the the front mm-hmm. lip and everything on it. Um, the wheels just changed it dramatically. Yep. Yeah. And it sits perfectly. Yeah. Uh, have you seen a picture of this car, David? No, I have not. It's, uh, not. it's a quite, it's quite, it's quite a good looking car now. Like, uh, he, he managed to find a new old stock uh, front front and rear bars and stuff, and then he got a, he got the genuine lip for it, and it's it's coming along real nicely, Scott, uh, Scotty. So cannot wait for that to happen. Yeah, um, same here. Are you still a member of, was it CSA you were a member of? I'm not a member at the moment. That's uh, no. Skylands Australia. I haven't yep. joined back up or anything yet. Okay. Are you in any club at the moment? No. Okay. Well, you've got to do that, obviously. Oh, well, unless you want to go with, I think there are a couple of clubs you just sign up to and get the plate, aren't they, really? You don't have to do any of the, the party stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with one of those in there. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Pretty, it's pretty hassle-free. Uh, yeah. Just go get a card on, but but anyway, it's uh, I, I did really enjoy coming to coming to the the Honda Car Club of Victoria their their event, uh, even though I wasn't a member yet. Uh, I, I will be uh, <laughs> because it was actually nice to see like-minded people. And uh, but it it was not only for that; it was more for like you know no one was a, no one was a real dickhead. Like it was it, everyone was pretty pretty grounded and 
and like it was nice to just to just see cars in a really in a lot more chilled atmosphere with yeah there was no it's not like going to a car meet these days where they just cops shut it down as we know scotty and stuff yeah. like that it was, it was just it was just like a real nice kind of atmosphere that that that, that worked well and, and i found that i found that quite relaxing brilliant glad you enjoyed it you you went there for the donuts around the oak tree outside the Waddle park chalet obviously later in the oh. night yeah, I, I I hung around the I hung around the about midnight and watched uh, watched a few people chuck some hoops. And then I put Macca's trays in the back of the back of the laser and. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, it all, it's all in good fun, all in good fun, and and we we have um, you know all different sorts of cars, but it, it was interesting to see like the type of cars that rocked up there. Like, uh, again, there was, you know, like the, the, the CRXs, there was like a, a pretty much, I think it was a race prepped and, and uh, like used for like many events, um, a DC five type R, which, which, which looked pretty hardcore. Yes. Uh, uh, He's a was... new member. He's, um, he's in his seventies. Oh, wow. He, wow. Uh, he, he loves that car. How long, that, how long has he had that car for? Uh, interesting story about that car, actually. He bought it through one of the auction companies in New South Wales, and it was fire damaged when he got it. It had actually been in a workshop that had caught fire, and it was up on a hoist with the front suspension out. So it was actually came up as an auction car, and he got it for quite a good price, Quite a reasonable mileage and the like, but um, yeah, it was covered in soot and and all the interior, the windows were down, and so the interior was black with soot, um, and took a lot of cleaning. But yeah, it looks great now, and and he's um, been able to do all the mods to it and the coilovers and all those sorts of things. And um, yeah, he's quite quite getting quicker all the time. He had, had he used to race years ago, um, and he joined joined us a few years ago, and uh, yeah, he's taken it on. He's also a member of Gippsland um, Motorsport uh, Club, Gippsland, which is sort of do events down at Haunted Hills and places like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's getting better and better every time. He he loves it. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I I know what it's like to to see a fire happen because uh, the soot yes. it it just it eats everything. It yeah, just, yeah. It, it's like actually it's like acidic almost because it. The way it just gets into everything and just eats, uh, yeah, it eats, yeah, yeah, it's horrible stuff. But terrible. glad that he managed to find it all nice and clean, which is which is good to see. Shall we get to tonight's topic, gentlemen? Yep, let's. Cars of the nineteen nineties that are just about to to blow in terms of uh, appreciation. Um, you know, blow up. You don't mean blow up. You know, not, not as <laughs> yeah, literally blow up. <laughs> Not as in, uh, as in blowing up, as in yeah, breaking, but more uh, as in like just good luck getting one because the prices are going to go ham. So, and we're not talking about cars like, like the WRX and stuff that have already you know, well and truly gone, but I'll see a bit more out of the blue. And and I pulled up uh, a few weeks ago now next to an 850R sedan. And I'm like, these are starting to get get quite a you know rare on the ground now. Like you know, you're hard to find, and and I'm looking at what they're going going for, and this, you can still get them quite cheap, which is which is surprising for for such a performance car. And and I I quite like them, and I was like, oh, I would I wouldn't mind one of those. 
or uh, and that got me thinking of like European um, performance sedans and then I went down a dirty, dirty, dirty rabbit hole of BMWs, uh, so which Scotty would not be impressed with. <laughs> Yucky. Get out of it. No, uh, but... Uh, I went did you find a, your way back out? I did. I did. Uh, I, 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 I got myself out of the abyss of BMWs, but I was looking at 328s and, 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 and the likes, and, and they, they go quite well. But I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do that to myself. I, I, just hear horror, <laughs> I just hear horror stories from you and... Uh, and Adrian, so I was like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going that far. So then I, then I kind of moved to some other, uh, you know, Swede speed, uh, nine nine thousand turbos, which are which are quite quite hard to find, uh, which which I didn't which I didn't realize, and 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 other uh, other fast ish Volvos. But I got thinking again. I was like, well, you know, th- there's there's a car for everyone in the nineties, isn't there? Because like nineties, the they they had so many options. You went to a dealership. You had an option for anything. You wanted a sports car, bam, you got one. You wanted a, you wanted a, a family car, bam, you've got one. You want it, you want a Land Cruiser, you, you got one. You know, you, you've got you've got options. And and I and I was thinking like Toyota, especially in the, in the nineties, just they were at the top of their game, weren't they? They were they were just they were unbelievable with with the with the range they had. Yep. Uh, you know, you, you wanted you wanted just cheap reliability for you know Corolla or or, or um Camry, but you, but you want to go anywhere. Uh, like an 80 series, series highlight, uh, 80 series Land Cruiser, and I think they're starting to appreciate now 80 series Land Cruisers. And my brother regrets selling his one because he had a, he had a diesel um, DX. It was a tank. It was an absolute animal. It was slow as all, all hell, but it, it, it there wasn't a point. It was it was. Just, I've never been in a car that just soaked up off roading like it was nothing. And then they, then you had your sports cars. You could get an you know, MR2, which are out of our price range now, but. Yeah. Um, uh, but you also had the Celica, which was a which was a good option. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I, I don't mind a ninety Celica. I reckon they are quite good value, provided you can afford a GT4. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's certainly the one you'd have, isn't it? If you if you had the choice. But yeah, it's just it, the nineties was such as I said, such an interesting time because because car companies had a car for everybody, and no matter what you wanted, and and you can't you you don't have that today. Like you you just don't. Everyone's like, oh, you want a car? You for everybody here's an SUV. No, we don't want an SUV. That's right. Um, so again, that's why I think the nineties were like such a. It was. It was. It was. It was like a, a real. I mean, like that. As, as cool as the eighties cars are, the nineties really kind of took that and went to eleven with like. You, you, they had cars that surely they, these companies didn't make any money on. That were like, yep, yeah, let's just let's just let's just have that. Let's just, let's just do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I definitely think um you know nineties Toyotas especially. Like a you know, eighty series, even a Celica, which which they, and they they Celicas always drove well. Yes, they had the Camry engine, the, the base and base model ones, but they still had pop ups. The early ones uh, in the late eighties and early nineties, and and later on they were they were still quite a good car. Certainly were. Likewise, some of the um, some of the Mazdas from the nineties they they they're going up and up and up. Um, NA is probably the it's almost as if the, the the ship sailed on those now because they're just crazy prices. Um, I think NBs obviously will probably get dragged up as well because they've still sort of had that sort of minimal sort of classicness to them, I think. Not as much, but it's always the way when something goes crazy, the models either side of it sort of get, just get dragged up by their bootstraps, don't they, you know, to, to, uh, to accommodate as well. Well, it's, it's quite funny because... The the NBs are now like like 
more expensive than some NCs, which is which is quite which is quite weird. And and, and when you kind of think, we're like, well, how does how does that happen? Like, like what the hell? Um, so, As you said earlier, because they're better cars. That's why. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, like people that own NCs usually swear by them. Like they 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 reckon they they are still a cracking driver. And I I don't doubt that for a second. But uh, they they just got a bit bit porky for for uh for for what the MX five was supposed to be. I, I mean, I still love an SP or an SE. Uh, you know, yeah. but they they they're drug money now. So I was like, forget that. That's out the window. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and nineties Mazdas because I mean you, you can't get an RX seven, a nineties RX seven under a hundred thousand dollars at this point in time. Scotty's just shaking his head. Uh, there's just no way. Yeah, they, just, they, they've gone up that. I haven't looked at those for a while. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm just looking at them now. Far out. It's it's actually disgusting. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> I mean, Scotty, you can attest, like, they're a great car. Like, I'd love an FD RX-7, like a Spirit R. Oh, hell yeah. A Spirit R Type A is, like, in my top five dream cars to own. But I can't justify 130 grand, like, for, See, for an I'd, I'd love an FC. Oh, yeah. I like an FC. But even their prices are just stupid. I remember got my mum's yeah. work, got a free NC. Sorry, um, uh, NC, uh, FC. And he had a blown motor, but it was a turbo two. Uh, you know, it was a manual white, a little bit of rust in, in like one of the doors, but it was an old man's car and, he, and, and being a rotary had died. And he rebuilt the motor at my mom's workshop and put it on a club plate and he's enjoying the crap out of it. And I'm like, you lucky SOB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you got yourself into. You know, that, that, I was like, ah. But uh, I, I guess he was in the right place, right time for that one. But yeah, other 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 nineties Mazdas, like I think I think a um, a really nice MX six deals a good good kind yep. of drive. Uh, yep. manual, yeah, they look nice. They they always looked good. Get one in a manual mm. with the leather. You know, they're 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 quite a they're quite a nice car. Actually, just looking at RX seven, but it's a bit, bit early. It's eighty seven. That the cheapest one's actually a, a series four manual convertible. Yeah. They're not many of those, but uh, oh. they look pretty no. nice. 197Ks for 20 grand. That's not bad. I remember, uh, I think it was Ed that was telling the story. He met, he met a guy that owned Tina Arenas. Ed, oh, really? <laughs> RX7 uh, convertible. Uh, and, yeah, and he, ended, he ended up with, with Tina Arenas. Well, oh, my God. Well, there you go. Pretty cool. Tina Arenas would have been up to Sorrento, as she would have sung the song. <laughs> Looking at the moon. Yeah, looking at the room, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Scotty? What, what, what would you go for? If you, uh, um, is, uh, so I was giving this a good giving this a good think of what would be left. Just sticking with Japanese for now, I was thinking um, Mitsubishi. Mm-hmm. Now, count out the Evos, obviously. Then I was thinking maybe like the Galants. Yeah. But then... I was thinking the ones that still had the 4G63, but I'm pretty sure they're late 80s. Yeah. Uh, they're still kind of okay, but they're starting to go up very quickly. Yeah. Um, they're very, very sought after. So when they change to the V6 twin turbo, they're still cheap. They're nothing. Um, you still pick up them pretty cheap. Nice-looking car, but really? you don't see many of them popping up anymore for sale, but I think... 
they've just vanished because they're not worth anything. Yeah, that's, that's the shame of it. If they're yeah. late to the a bit late to the uh, appreciation show, then um, yeah, they get they get destroyed, don't they? Yep. I, I just think that there must have been. There's a few problems that popped up with the twin turbo V6, I think, and um, people don't want to go near them. The early uh, VR4s with the with the four G63, people refer to them as Evo Zero, because yeah. They, oh you know, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Technically. Yep. So I mean, I mean they they but they they're a, they're a legit homologated rally car. People people don't realize that. So they are. Yeah, because you, know, you wouldn't by the look of it, but it really was. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so and people are, I think now are starting to realize. Oh, what are they going for? Oh, geez. Okay, they they're they're a bit. They're a bit pricey, uh, but they're but they're still attainable. And I think if you want a good piece of Mitsubishi history, uh, an early VR4, 4G63, you know, T, it's just been looked after because a lot of those cars were just were just killed, like they were just murdered. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, it, I mean, they're kind of like TX3 turbos. You just you just can't find them anymore because they were just right. people put a cage in them rallied them to, to death and then yeah that was it so they were one of those kind of cars that but like I, I i find them so much more interesting because i'm oh, sorry them and the tx3 and and like the the mazda gtx and and gtr for that matter and uh, a few of those a few of those cars purely for the fact that they were pre-evo pre-wrx and it was the evo and wrx that really that really turned the wick up to 100 to like 11 on those um, and people really stood back and took notice because you know, but but that but if you wanted to say what the real genesis of those inverted commas cars were, you'd be looking at something like that. Even a Celica GT4, which people like the early ones, the 165 and the 185s, um, people people tend to forget about. Yep. yep. And uh, then I came across my pick that I forgot all about. If you want something that's still 90s, is two door, looks very sporty, and is made by Mitsubishi. You're not going to say GTO, are you? Or three FTO. 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 Yeah. I was just looking FTO. at the of the Moncar sales. They are still a bargain, and those um, two liter V6s sound amazing. They do. They, they rev so hard. Those cars are sick. Yeah, I, I, I've always had a soft spot for those. I reckon they they're just such a cool, cool little, cool little motor, aren't they? Like they they had. I think they were one of the smallest V6s. I think Mazda made a 1.8 from memory. Yeah, yeah. In the Unos 30X, it was a 1.8 V6. Yep. And, and that thing used to rev off its nut. But these, they're they're an interesting. Their FTOs are quite slept on because people are like, oh, they look cool, but they're not that fast. I'm like, no, they're actually not that slow. But um, in comparison, yeah, if you can get a manual one, you'll be having so much fun revving through the gears. Absolutely. There's an auto on car sales at the moment in uh, Victoria with um, with a roadie and 150,000 Ks for five grand. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. See, still no. cheap. That's yeah, a nice that's... silver with with black alloys. It looks really good. And and I always I always kind of liked them because they they were they were they were very unique and they were very of their time, weren't they? Like they they looked futuristic. Right. They looked they looked cool. They looked very uh how, how would you explain it very fast standing still they were, they were, one, they were one of those cars and yeah. in terms of i mean for me mitsubishi is not known to make the prettiest cars uh and I, I think a lot of people do do tend to agree with that they, they were more function over form weren't they but the fto uh that was definitely a good looking car 
and I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of those. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so that one got my main vote. I think um, if you still want to bargain a '90s Japanese car, I think you can't really go wrong. No, because everything not. else has just gone, you know, crazy. <laughs> The other thing, if you can find a decent one, although parts are getting to be a problem, are the, are the, well, they're not even any Unos's listed now <laughs> uh, at all on car sales. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a sad indictment. But that one, 1. 1.8 30X, um, I mean, was a, was a cool little car. As you said, with that just so smooth 1.8 V6 in it, it was, it was an amazing little engine. They, uh, were, they were very silky. Like they, yep, they, absolutely. Um, they revved beautifully. And the 500, the four-door sedan, which was much swoopier looking than a 323 or a uh, um, um, 626, sort of halfway between. They had a two-litre V6, but, and they, they were, again, were a lovely car. And available in a manual as well, too. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy, there's a, actually a couple that they've had theirs, I think, since it was like one year old. They come to my mum's workshop all the time. It's a little black one. And you can always tell the V6 ones because they had, they had the five, five stud wheels. The okay. four cylinders were always four stud and and uh i remember the first time i saw it it came in I'm like oh it's, it's an old Astina. I'm like you know it's you know i was, I was having a look at it having a good look at it. and then and then um my mechanic opened the bonnet i was like what the hell like, i had i had no idea that existed <laughs> and, uh, and around the time he's like yeah these were pretty cool and i think he, i think he did a uh, i think he did time belt on it and a, a few other bits and pieces but they they, they love that car and, and they wouldn't trade it for for, for the world wow. and and um i remember just i remember hearing it take off I'm like that's sounds such a there's such an awesome little car out there like it was a manual uh, they look good with the, those wheels and yeah it was cool car i'm a big fan of those so if, if you want a bit of a bit of japanese nostalgia that's the one to go for there's also keeping on the mazda thing with, with the stain is the sp which people tend to yeah. forget, forget about mm. they were quite a nice little car they had that they they had the uh the the seats out of the gtx from memory yeah because we never had the GTX here, but they had the BP motor. They used to rev hard, four-cylinder, five-speed manual. Yeah, good-looking car, pop-up headlights. And we all know pop-up headlights instantly makes a car very cool. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's it's instantly next-level cool because it's pop-up headlights. <laughs> but, yeah, they're, they're, they're actually quite a bargain. But good luck finding one. They're very few and far between these days. And the Astina hardtop, of course, too, which was um, you could get as a V6. So with a boot, that was that was cool. But yeah, right. I mean, finding them that, that without the paint all falling off them, and and um, you know they, uh, it's it's a bit of a needle in a haystack situation now. Absolutely, I think I, I think it's just trying to find, find trying to find a good one, and and they're still out there. You you still see, uh, you still see uh, old old uh, Maureen. She's got she's got one tucked away in a garage, and, she, and she's getting to yeah. that age. <laughs> Not really wanting to drive anymore, or her children are like, "Mom, it's not safe. You're not driving anymore." Yeah, yeah, that's more to the point. It's got sixty thousand k's on it, and they'll be like, "You know what? Uh, Tom, the Tom, let it go," and then they won't know what it's worth. And then this is where us punters would be like, "Ooh." If you can give me Maureen's number after the show, that'd be really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely! No, they're 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 a cracking car. Those I've uh, I remember we had. We had a lady called Mavis uh, when, I, when, I, when I used to live in on Cumberland Road here in, in uh, Pascoval. And she was our next door neighbour. We we had this old, 
uh, old Gemini, and she had a brand spanker um, SP uh, Mazda, uh, Mazda Astina. Astina, yeah, and it was a brand spanker. And I remember the, that was the first, the first car I saw with pop-up headlights when I, when I was like, oh, I probably would have been three or so when she had it at the time. <laughs> um, but it was it was a cool cool car, old, old Mavis. I'm like, oh, and it was a manual too, and I was like, that's that's pretty. Nice. I think all the SPs were manual from memory, and they uh, all had a sunroof as well, which was yeah, a sunroof, yeah. pretty cool 90s little addition. Definitely. Even 300 ZXs have gone up, Scotty. That's that's pretty sad. I know they have, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pretty... Uh... Even just the non-turbo variants have gone up. Yeah. I've got a mate that's got a twin turbo sitting on his property that they bought very cheap because it doesn't go... But they're about to send it to the Z factory or the Z shop, whatever it is in Burwood. Yeah. Because uh, he's replaced this and that and blah, 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 blah. Uh, sensors and and solenoids and all this sort of stuff. They still can't get it to run. And then I'm not designed to sit around in paddocks either. That's part of the problem. <laughs> Big time. Yep. You don't have to sell the headlights, I suppose, to Lamborghini fanciers for their Diabolos, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what I was thinking. Maybe that's why their prices are going up. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you would just see heaps of these um 300 ZXs sitting around with no headlights. <laughs> that was I know that was a problem you know 15 years ago with Rover Quintets, which were those mid-80s sort of five-door hatchbacks that made by Honda. And um they uh of course, the, the only way you could get the headlights was through Rover, and the headlights were like eight hundred dollars each. Oh, jeez! Uh, oh, it was just writing them off, you know. No, you know, you had a broken headlight, you know, just nudge the the gate or something, broke the <laughs> headlight. That was it. The car was a write off. You it's know? all over. <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't get the headlights for anywhere other than Rover Australia. So uh, uh, that was never never a good look. Yeah, no, definitely not a good look when when the car, when the headlight rides off a car. <laughs> so yeah, so so we've discussed Mazda, we've discussed Mitsubishi, we've discussed Toyota, we've also discussed like some some European Saabs and 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 Volvos, but we haven't touched on Honda. Now Honda, are an interesting company in, in the nineties. They were really again like I think like Toy like Toyota, really at the top of their game, producing awesome stuff, really like great stuff yeah. and you know yeah i i think i think they're i think they're 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 awesome now i if, if you listen back to the to the show on the sunday show which we should which should be up by the time you hear this one i went with george to pick up his ek hatch uh, oh. on saturday and that's that was yeah. a 99 or 98 hatch i think it was yeah and five speed manual you know just just a cxi but it's a fun car to drive i mean it had it had coilovers and stuff in it so it's you know it was it rode well, but I was surprised how much they're going for now. Like e- EKs are like for a cheapy one are like four and a half grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The COVID tax. Yep. They um, like all things. You know, if they're if they're if they're in one piece, because there are a lot of them sitting in in pieces in yeah. backyards in Dandenong and Somerville, it seems. Um, yeah, they, but they, they have crept up, especially if, if you've got a complete one. Actually, when Ed and I went and rescued the uh, Accord off this um, front yard. Um, we spied down a side street a VTIR uh, EK hatch that's sitting on the side of the road, dirt all underneath it, all original. Um, did the Vic Roads Rego check on it? It was unregistered, so um, that'll have a card under the windscreen very soon. But it sat there a while, 
but uh, I mean, talking about Civic uh, the Integra Type R before the DC twos and the like, I mean, they've gone crazy already. Yeah. There was a yellow. There's a yellow one in Melbourne for sale at the moment for forty two thousand. Um, that white one that you saw the other night, I know, was north of the thirty, but that's very low case that car. But I think the VTIR Integra, which just sat below it, and and similarly the VTIR Civic, I think I think if you can find an unmolested one or find one that you can take put back to original, they're going to be money in the bank in years to come because they'll be dragged up by the value of the others. Yeah, absolutely, uh, I think I think a VTIR is a good investment. They're going for about nine grand these days. Yeah. Uh, Keyish one. I've been after a VTIR actually. I was like, if I'm joining the Honda Car Club, I've got, I've got to get into a Honda. I'll see. I'm sure we can help you out with that. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I wouldn't mind a VTIR actually. I reckon they are they are a good car. And if, 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 that, right. if that one's for sale, uh, I might be interested. Okay. But, okay. I'll tell you the one that I like, and I. Not that good when it comes to Honda models, unfortunately. So it's a Civic, yep. except it's the Coupe. Okay. Coupe yep. Civics, and they came with the V2 motor in them. Yep. I can't remember what series or anything they're called. Uh, it's an EJ8. So it's like an EK, but with a boot. EJ8. And they were in America. They, they all, all the two-door coupes came from America. Oh, did they? Yeah. So we didn't get them here. No, we did. We did. Oh, we did. The cars we got here were built in America, not Japan. Got it. Got uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it first came out as a VTI coupe, which just had the single overhead cam VTEC engine. Yeah. Uh, and then um, with the model upgrade, they went to a GLI and the VTIR. There was a beautiful right. silver VTIR in the club for some time. They were, they were pretty cool. They had... Um, the alloys were actually made by ROH in South Australia for them. So Oh, okay. They, they had the contract for the for alloy wheels for Hondas in the um, through those nineties. Um, it was actually a bit of Aussie input. The leather actually in the Accord VTISs came from How Leather in Melbourne, so right. uh, that was a good contract for them. But uh, yeah, no, the, the two door coupes were, were pretty cool. I mean, they were they were the the cheapest car in America at the time. You know, like they were a, that was a cheap car. And I remember when they were new, they did have some PD issues with them as quality concerns um i remember one dealership that i do work for were pding one and the the electric mirrors weren't working i thought oh that's funny you know so they pulled all couldn't work out why the mirrors were working finally pulled apart the little electric motors in the mirrors had no wires in them there was actually no electrical connection in them and and only part a lot of those sort of components were built in mexico for them so yeah i mean all the things were fixed at pd and We've actually got my, my youngest son has one that his uh, fiance is driving, and we an EJ8 Auto just with the single overhead cam VTEC engine. Um, but it's done two hundred eighty thousand k's now, nearly two ninety, and it drives great. That's really nice little car. Is that prefer- one? That's an auto, yeah. That, is, that, is that the one? Is that the one I went in that day? Oh yeah, yeah that, that's the one. Yeah, it's still 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 in the family. We nearly sold it a couple of times, but uh, no, it's still doing sterling service because we've had a few things done to it and replaced some bushes and stuff like that. And idle pulley, pulley bearing was getting a bit noisy. But after nearly 300,000 Ks, you've got to expect that sort of thing in them. Absolutely. I had a couple of sedans, EK sedans, and I know you've had a less than uh, enjoyable experience with an EK sedan. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't um, a 
big car for, for, for me anyway. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know if, if the one I drove was just completely shagged or what was wrong with it. But it was a one owner a forty thousand k example, and I just like it, the suspension roll was horrendous. Like I, I've never been. It, it was like you turn it'll do the pretty girl rock and it just go. Like, <sighs> Yeah, that doesn't sound doesn't sound right. Like I always I always said to her, like the whoever designed the suspension on this car should have been shot because like <laughs> he just they <laughs> had no no clue of and it, and it was like rough over um over bumps too like it wasn't it, it, like you think if a car's that rolly it it'd be it'd be absorbing absorbing the bumps. But it was boomy and crashy. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this car? Because I've been in Civics beforehand, and I'm, I'm like, they're relatively great. Like, I, I, I do like a Civic, and I, especially after driving that EK hatch that the other day, which the funny story, uh, if you guys love to listen listen back, but I got attacked by a huntsman. But anyway. The- oh. <laughs> oh, stuff that. Burn the car. Yeah, I, was, I was like, burn the car. Just, just burn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that drove beautifully, like, and it, it's so much better as a manual as well. That car, oh, absolutely. And you know, and it was just a single, single overhead cam. Like he's he's playing on doing a K swap and a few other bits and pieces. But yeah, I was just like, this is it was chalk and cheese, and, and, and yeah. it made me a pre. I'm like, oh, I might have to have a go at a, of a VTIR. I wouldn't mind one of those because they're still a good looking car. But didn't didn't Honda in the in the nineties also with the previous shape? They had a, they had a, you could get them in a, in a VTEC as well in a specific. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, um, yeah, the <clears throat> EG, EG body style, right? Like That's that. right. There was the VTI. The update came out about 90, late 93, I think, as a VTI. It was still only a single cam VTI we got in Australia. But uh, yeah, they picked up a few extra things like sunroofs and stuff like that. In an EG, the one that gets really the 92, the first year that they had the ZC uh, 1.6 twin cam in them, uh, in the SI version. Okay. Um, so that's the one to get. We've got a couple of those in the club. And then, yeah, the EK actually had quite a, a, a long model run. That sort of went through basically to, oh, no, they came out in 96, yeah, 2000, um, when, when the five-door um, sort of bread van version came out, which a lot of people didn't like. I don't mind. That was the basis of the EP3 Type R. But we didn't in Australia. We got the five door hatch. But of course, preludes were still going all through the nineties too. So there was some pretty cool preludes when they were first released in the late seventies, early eighties. They, they were a bit of a oh, people call them all sorts of nasty things like hairdressers' cars. But hairdressers need cars too, don't they? So I, I, I never got that that was a bad thing. But yeah, but by the mid nineties, you know, you were getting the double overhead cam VTEC engines, and the um, they were pretty cool cars. Following on from the four wheels, the first four wheel steers, the 80. third gen, yep, late 80s, that went through to 91. And then 92, the Star Wars Dash yeah. one came out. They're, they're going, they're, they're picking up in value for a, a clean original one. A lot of them have been through 14 owners now, and um, each one's had their go at enhancing it with not a lot of success. Um, but a clean original example of one of those is still pretty cool. And if you like your you know, Star Wars dashboards, well, that's they don't get much Star Warsy than that, much more yeah. Star Warsy. But then the next gen was an even nicer car, much, much more mature chassis, uh, again, H22A, yeah. I think, yeah. And um, the VTIR in a five-speed was a really sweet touring car, lovely car. Yeah. That, of course, the, the, the legend, the second-gen legends and uh, third into third-gen legends with the sure handling all-wheel drive, they're still quite affordable probably don't have the the cult following that a lot of the cars we've talked about earlier have but gee as a example of 
Japanese engineering at its peak, you know, as far as um, over over engineering a car, a road car, they're pretty substantial sort of cars. Oh yeah, I think they are they are cracking uh, cracking cars. Like I remember a guy I, I used to get a tape with had a well, he was after a car and he, he bought he bought a, a Prelude uh, that fourth gen and the, the Star Wars Dash one and I was like, oh, this is Dash is pretty cool and and his was a twin cam. And it went well, but he's like, you, you could get those as a VTEC H22A, I believe. Or was that the, was that the, only the fifth gen? I, I can't remember. But but basically, it, it used to it used to it used to go really well, and it was really smooth, and the power delivery was, and it didn't it didn't sound like a bad car, and actually was actually was quite nice. And I was like, well, I wouldn't mind uh, wouldn't mind um, getting one of those one because 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 they were they were a cool car, and they and they and they went well, and they they sounded good, and. Yeah, I didn't mind them at all, actually. I thought they were quite nice. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they've, uh, I've driven quite a few of them and, um, yeah, no, very enjoyable car to drive. So, yeah, that covers Honda for, for, for that period. We didn't, we didn't mention NSX, obviously, because the, the boats mm-hmm. won't really sail on those. Yeah, yeah you need six figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple just just coming in. Interestingly, in car sales at the moment, there are more NSXs than there are CRXs, CRZs, Insights, Integras, and Preludes. You know, they're they're ah. the twenty five year rule. There's a lot of imports coming in, um, and that's for the autos, especially. You know, well, I wouldn't especially want an auto, but with the manuals being attracting such a premium in them, I, I know a number of people that are can seriously consider an auto just to get into the market for one and then look at um, converting it down the track, which I would have thought that would have been a pretty tricky job. One one of the cars in the club has been converted from auto to manual. That was um, um, bought in Japan and, and owned up there um, and now in Melbourne. It's a pretty nice car, but, yeah, it's a pretty big job and I reckon you'd, you'd um, struggle finding the bits personally. It's a sin for that car to be an auto, though, isn't it? It's, oh, it's... I know. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. But, but hey, you can have an NSX or not. Yes. Yeah, is... Would you have this one? Oh, I don't know. You, you wouldn't have to drive it. You could just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are a pretty uh, piece of aluminium. They are a very pretty they car. They are a very pretty piece of aluminium. And when you think that is that bit of aluminium that was designed almost 35 years ago, <laughs> That's uh, they still look pretty stunning in the flesh today. Just like like the one the one I saw the other night at that, at that event was just, it was just, they're a beautiful car. Like they they they've got a presence. They're one of those cars that you can say yeah like that's got that's got presence. Like that's absolutely, they, they, absolutely. They, they, like the, the the fat rear arches. It sits low. It it looks mean. Uh, it yeah, very very good looking car. What did you say? Well, it looks fast standing still. Yeah, it looks fast standing. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're one of those. So, so we've covered the Japanese. We've covered bits and pieces of European. Scotty just was like just shook his head, just glazed, glazed, glazing over uh, uh, European stuff. But <laughs> on European stuff, I still think you, if you can find a W two hundred two wagon, that'd be a cool yep. car. Yep. Uh, I do like it. I mean, Scotty, you had a you had a two hundred two C forty three, which was an awesome yeah. Car. I reckon any W two hundred twos, they just perfect. Like when you think of Mercedes, you kind of think of that shape. Yeah, yeah, it's the shape. The shape. You're right. They were the last of like that that over-engineered, um, kind of you know, brilliant Mercedes. Uh, a, a lot of people swear by a 202, and I can see why. And 
like Ed was saying, his friend's got a C43 wagon, which would be an epic piece of kit. Like, they, they, they yeah. don't be a bloody rare car. But obviously, they're, they're a bit out of the price range these days. But yeah, a 202 wagon, uh, you know, reliable, good, still still a timeless looking car in terms of in terms of that, that 90s, you know, Mercedes. And that solid build quality, you know, definitely, definitely a good, a good pick there. And they're, they're quite, they're quite, you know, reliable. I mean, I think, I think a lot of Mercedes from that era succumbed to the uh, biodegradable wiring, but once they're kind of sorted, they're actually a pretty bulletproof car. Like, I don't think you'd have, you'd have a, you'd have a single issue with it. The, um, it's interesting, any of those sort of small Euro wagons, well, even going back to the early '90s, I reckon two series Volvo wagons are, are, are on the up, but for different reasons. They're, they're so boxy and uh, and quirky, but they're they're pretty cool. And a, a decent one of those, you're still going to. I still think they've got room to to appreciate. But even the BM wagons, the five series wagons that uh, came out, those early '90s, wasn't it '92? I think. A thirty-four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very pretty car. I really, I, really, I think. An E39 is a better looking car. I, I find an E39 such a, it was just the perfect size and perfect shape BMW for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I really think that, uh, I, I'd love an E39. I saw, I saw a clean E39 wagon recently and I was like, wow, that's, that's a good looking car. Like I, I would totally rock one of those. Uh, I mean, the maintenance cost would scare me, but the rest of the car would, would, would be nice to have as a showpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the maintenance costs would be fairly uh, horrific. Yeah. But even the 320 wagons, they, they were a really cool little car. That's a nice one here for seven grand, eight grand still. What's your take on the E36 Compact? Ooh, well, they came in a TI, which yeah, was a yeah. bit hotter, or an open air, which had the had the giant uh, rollback sort of canvas roof almost. Haven't seen one of those for a while. Um, but I think the, the update in them that would have been the E... 46 compact there was a there was a, a an m m kitted one of those available i think too they, they they're a pretty unusual car and being a two-door bm they're not worth a lot of money now are they have you no they they were not known for being a reliable car <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I, I remember my, my mechanic went in, uh, in the workshop and i had done like no k's like at all the body was mint. The interior was beautiful. It was a really, it was a well kitted out version, and it was like, uh, it, it it had done rings, and he's like, yeah, it's just it's just mounted. Wow. Okay. So, um, but not, yeah, ideal. not ideal. But uh, but yeah, then then that brings us so that brings us to kind of like you're like end of really good European stuff because I'm just trying to think, VW can get like a Mark Three VR Six. Uh, Golf, which I, yeah. I think is pretty cool. Like I, I do, I do like those, but um, pretty hard to keep kind of good because the, the Australian conditions weren't really kind to them. No, that's right. <laughs> I see quite a few that are pretty, pretty tired. Uh, still a good-looking car, but yeah, no. But I, I, love, I love those VR6 engines. They're they're, they're really cool, rev heavy motor. Australian stuff. It's That's what I've been trying to think about too. I had a feeling you're going to jump to Australian too. If not, I was going to raise it. I was just trying yeah. to think I mean, of what me, we had during the nineties. For me, uh, the you know the quintessential bad you made bad life choices car was a VN Commodore. 
but <laughs> it's they're incredibly expensive for like a poverty pack exec. Like they are just ridiculously expensive now. I'm like, I can't, I can't justify that. Maybe, maybe it does make sense because they're all wrapped around poles or, or telephone or, 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 or trip. <laughs> because uh, they used to put a drop tank in the back of them and go, yeah, skating and yeah, all, all over. But they weren't a good car. Like they, they just weren't. And they were, they were plasticky and just didn't look good. But I said that about a VN, but I don't mind a VP because they they were nipped and tucked and they were they were they nice. Tidied them up, didn't they? Yeah, they yep. that that's how the VN should have been. So, so yeah, they they tidy those up. But I wouldn't mind like a like a VP Calais with with the with the mud spats. But even there, they're they're quite they're quite pricey now and kind of a shame because you know they were quite affordable for a very long time, but. I think the market for Holden's has been, especially for the 990s Holden's, like Commodore Holden's, that is, Holden Holden Holden's, um, have shone up a lot more than 90s Fords have. And I don't know why that is, but it is the case. So you can still get into, you know, an, an EF or, or an EL XR6 for under 10 grand. XR8s are now pushing 15 to 20. Like my brother's decided that he wants to sell his one, and I'm like, "You're an idiot," but that's it. That's his own. That's his own choice. And he's like, "He's like, well, now I can make money on it." I'm like, "Don't do it," but it's already up for sale. So yeah, you can still get those, but I also think like 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 an like an ED or, or an EF, just like like your your wagon. Like if you get an XR6 wagon, that'd be that'd be a cool cool yeah. rare car, rare bit of kit. People are obsessed with. I can't believe I'm going to say this. AUs now. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I probably wouldn't buy one, but like there is a market for them. They, they are. They yeah. are. Should have bought that gold one that got traded in at the dealership uh, a couple of weeks ago. I would, I would have been Harvey's with you, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like it's, they haven't appreciated as much. So if, you, if you're interested into a bit of Aussie, Aussie, uh, Aussie history and, they're kind of starting to come up now, like like those old Fairlanes and stuff from the '90s and LTDs. And I'm not saying that because I have one. I'm saying that because they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm on I'm on a few of those pages, and people are like, "Well, I want five, six grand for them." I'm like, "Well, they're not really worth that, but sure." Um, and they're and they're saying they're getting it for it. So that's well, uh, the thing, you know, you've got to you you you're not they're not going to go up in value unless people ask more for them and start getting it. And and as as they get harder to find in decent condition. Then, um, you know, people that wanted them went back and couldn't afford them. Then now, now they're still affordable. You know, I mean, five grand or seven grand now is sort of, you know, not that hard to scrape up for a secondhand car. You know, um, for most people, not for everyone. But do you go base model or do you go top spec? I'd try go for something like a Fairmont Gear. Uh, Yeah. You get a Fairmont Gear ED. They're lovely cars. Uh, they've got the leather, like they've got the Recaro-ish seats. I don't know if you yeah. can remember them. They were, they were quite bolstered. They had sport suspension. If, if you can find one with the V8, even better. My pick of the bunch would be finding an ED Fairmont Gear 5 Elite. They did make them. They're extremely yeah. rare. Uh, if, I think you're onto a winner if you, get, if you can find one. Uh, I know my uncle, he managed to get for free years ago and, and EB... Uh, S-Pack, uh, S-Pack V8, like five liter wagon. And wow. he's still, um, and he's like, oh, it's not really worth anything. And, but, but he's had it for years and he's like, well, it's actually kind of a bit of a rare car now. So I'm like, keep, yeah. keep don't get rid of it. <laughs> um, 
I, I do think definitely something something like that would 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 be get would go. Uh, like a, a low mile, a low mileage, like you know, like GL or something would always be worth something to somebody. But I just think there's a bit basic for, for for that kind of for that kind of coin. If you can get a fair more gear, you've got cruise control, electrics, etc. Um, so yeah, I think something like that. If you if you're into the land barges, then definitely go LTD or a uh, Fairlane. But yeah, if if you're like I think the sweet spot, the right size kind of Falconish is that is that Fairmont. Um, their fam, their gear. If you get a sedan or wagon, they're cracking, cracking a bit of kit. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't mind one. Just be wary of head gasket issue. They, that is common on them. Speaking of other '90s Fords, what about a Club Sprint Capri? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I always liked to like the Capris. Everyone, everyone poo pooed them for years and years and years. I suppose because I liked the cheap convertible. That's, <laughs> can't help myself, but. Um, <laughs> There was one on, um, actually, that was in our five grand challenge a couple of weeks ago. There was one on a white one with yeah. Tickford stickers on it and Tickford badges on it and stuff. Because I think they were done by Tickford, weren't they? They were, yeah. So, so you, there was two options. You could get Tickford, Tickford Capri Turbo or just Tickford Capri. And okay. the turbos are worth quite a bit of money, and and they're actually they're actually kind of a cool car. Like they they were quite good looking, I think. I think towards the end of the of the Capri. Yeah, they had the better sort of bar with the spotlights, a bit like the RS two yeah. hundreds and and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, their legs are mechanical, so they're like pretty much bread and butter for any mechanic. They're really reliable. They're robust. They they kind of work, and they actually drive pretty well. Uh, have you guys ever driven a Capri? I have. Yeah. Yep. No, I haven't. They're not a bad drive. Like they actually like people rag on them, but they're not terrible. No, no, so, perfectly fine. Yeah, they they drive like a laser, really, which is <laughs> <Just> quite funny. <laughs> Feel glad I said perfectly fine. That's good. Um, <laughs> I I know you can get hardtops for them, and they're still quite accessible. So you can find them on the hardtop because the, the 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 um the soft tops they always leaked. Uh, but there's, there's a guy at work, uh, one of the one of the older gentlemen at my work. He's had one. He's like, oh, I always wanted one, so I bought one. And he's had it for years, and it's like the paintwork's just mounted. Like it's actually gone through the clear, gone through the top coat, and gone through the uh, the primer. It's starting to rust uh, in in different parts. Just 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 surface rust on the body. Like it's still straight as an arrow. Yeah. And, um, and he's like, yeah, I love it. He's like, it's it's a, it's a little manual. You know, he drives around. But this guy's also got like a Model T Ford and a, a couple other interesting things. And he's like to me. Um, I felt bad for the poor bloke. He's like, I took it to a panel shop to get to get it painted because I was like, it's starting to get bad. And they all laughed at me and said, it's not worth it. And I'm like, well, I'm like, that's not really nice at all because if, if it's your car, they should be like, well, you know, we'll fix it for you. And, you know, he has said he's an older gentleman. So he's like, oh, I didn't know what to do with it. So I just kept driving it. And I, I feel, I feel really <laughs> bad. But he, he did replace the leaking top. So it's got a brand new top on it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, you get, you're getting pop up headlights. And as we know, anything with pop up headlights is instantly. <laughs> yep. It's true. Uh, what else, gentlemen, uh, before we finish? Well, up? I was just quickly flicking through, talking about, like, big barges. You can get Holden Statesman's and that for under 10. Wow. What year? Like, can you, like, the, uh, like the VP? What, what are they? Uh, we're looking at, like, VS. Oh, well, yeah. Statesman's. <laughs> um, you can get newer ones, like, not in the 90s, but. I was just trying to track down just the 90s ones mainly. Yeah, all under 10. They're not a bad drive. They're, they're actually quite nice. They come with IRS. There's a VR Auto Statesman 94, eight-cylinder. So it's the V8, five-litre V8, uh, seven grand. 
Yes, I mean that's that's quality buying. You're getting an Australian built V8 as well. Like people yeah. people think that Holden actually did make an Australian V8. Um, so you're getting a piece of Australiana, dare I say it, and and a, and a piece of piece of kind of automotive history. And and I, and they and they do drive really well. I, like I, I I've never had a bad thing to say about it, like a, a Star Statesman because they've always been like a smooth car. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if that's what you're after, a big cruiser, then um, yeah, absolutely. Be your pick, yeah. Even a, even like a VR Calais, like what are they going for these days? Like the, like VR or VS Calais, they, they uh, you can get them in a two tone. They they look cool. They're very yeah. Nice. I always liked that. Yeah, they 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 look. They had the right set of wheels on them, and yeah, I think they were a great looking car. And yeah, I, I uh, if you can get one with a five liter, that'd be my pick because one of those with a five liter would be an awesome bit of kit. You're getting a, you're getting a beautiful burble, not the quickest thing in the world, but. Who cares? It's just an old, old school cruiser at that point. Kind of, they're eligible for a club permit, so I think why the hell not? They're a, they're quite a quite a good car. Uh, also, seeing on that VT early series VTs with the five liter with the iron line before yep. they changed to the uh, the Gen three LS one. If you can find one of those, because they're quite rare these days, I yep. would yeah definitely be on one of those. Um, and I think you could, I think they even came in a Calais from them. You could, you could get a Calais for a five liter and if you can get a Calais five liter VT, still a, still an okay drive, really not bad. And they were, they were known to be quite good. And, and, and after the, you know, the earlier, um, um, you know, from the V ends onwards, that they were the best looking Commodore in years. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nice yep. interior. Um, well, that's, yeah, they, what the, the quality of the interior wasn't that great, but they look great in the brochures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but that's all fixable now, you know. I mean, there's plenty of, of, of aftermarket bits and, and, and aftermarket people that can help, you know, bring it back to how it should be for not a lot of money. No. Uh, the good thing is a lot of that fabric and, and, and leather and stuff is all because it was locally sourced, it's still available. It, it, when you're trying to do trim repairs and stuff on imports, it's just so hard to get the right. You know something that looks you know close to the original, whereas you can still get the new stuff basically from a lot of places for those cars. Absolutely. As I said, I've always been a fan of the first time I went in a VT because I was so used to being in VNs and and uh, and stuff like because all my family friends had 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 VN uh, had a VN wagon vacationer. Uh, <laughs> and it, yeah, well, what a car! Um, but, uh, <laughs> I, remember, edition. I remember I remember going in a in a VT for the first time when they were relatively new, I'm like, geez, this is nice. Like, this is quite a nice car. Like, and it, it was, a, it was, it was a Berliner. So it had, it had, uh, back, had all electrics and, and I was like, yeah, this is actually, it's actually quite nice. Like, I, I don't mind this. And, uh, and it drove well. And I remember, I remember he was like, yeah, it was just, just a second car he bought. And yeah, he, he loved it. And he had that car for years and b- before he moved on and he, and then he ended up buying a territory, which he still, which he still has, which he loves. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that, yeah, good good car. I mean, because like apart from the nineties, in terms of in terms of holding stuff, like they had the Calibra, but good luck finding one. And yep. uh, like the turbo four wheel drives are pretty cool. The Camaro Coupe. Yeah, the Camaro Coupe, exactly right. Yep. Uh, in terms of reliability, not known for it. And the V six was a pr- was a little bit better from what I've heard in reliability stakes, but just good luck finding one but they're still such a good looking car like every time i see one i'm like oh it's a good looking car very I saw nice. tigra the other day oh forgot about those yeah 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 that, not the prettiest car in the world but uh uh rare 
uh, rare for I wouldn't say good reason because I've, I've heard they're actually not too bad to drive. <laughs> yeah, but like nineties Astros and stuff weren't anything to write home about. I mean, especially Holden throughout that period were really the Commodore company, weren't they? That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, but what about patrols? We talked about land crews, but what about patrols getting onto getting onto more Nissan stuff uh, just before we finish up? Because I, I think you can still get like a like a G a GU sorry uh, a GQ for under ten grand, and they're they're like pretty bulletproof in terms of like going off road. GUs are also very good. I think when, when they started GUs, they, they were like late nineties, right? Or, or, or mid mid nineties. I can't remember when they when they started those, but, but yeah, they're they're pretty good. Triple S pulsars. If you can get one, get one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, even if you get a, because uh, I know triple S's are quite the uh, the yep. dope. Yep. What about a N fourteen Ti, which is which still came with the SR twenty? Exactly. Uh, you can get one with a manual. You're laughing. I reckon that's yeah. It's, a, it's essentially a triple S luxury. Um, so definitely go for something like that. Uh, NX Coupe, just because Adrian, but also because I've always kind of had a soft spot for him as well. Yeah. I mean, you can't get T-tops much cheaper than that these days. Uh, what, what, what else? Did, I mean, this has had some cool stuff in the 90s as well. Um, Bluebird, triple S, uh, they're quite of a rarish car. Um Maximus has always been a lot of value for money. Um, great cars, um, but yeah, I don't see them rapidly appreciating it anytime soon. Sadly, yeah, it's a shame because Maximus were always like I think Maximus were underappreciated for so long. Like they 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 still are underappreciated because they were a good car. They are cheap as I'm just looking at them. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a lot of car for the money if you needed something like that. Or the early Maximus that had the, the key uh, on the door, like there were the buttons on the door to get That's in. Right, yeah. So it's like that Remote one. entry. Remote entry. That was, it's a very American thing, that, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, that, th- there's been some cool cars. LS400s, if we're going Lexus, I think are always beautiful. Uh, that would be nice. But yeah, I think they're on the rise too. I think yeah, you'd uh, uh, struggle to find one in the price range. The ship has sailed on those. Any last ones before we finish up, gentlemen? I also have written down any 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 Suzuki four wheel drive. I reckon. Yes. Jimny or uh, yeah. Vitara. Yeah. Jim, Jimny's attract the MCM tax now, of course. Sadly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Vitara's are still. Uh, you can still pick those up pretty cheap, and they're essentially you know a bit more refined even. Uh, with the 1.3 and, um, you know, soft top one of those, I reckon you'd be able to sell those down the beach <laughs> and uh, and get people into those pretty uh, easily. What about a later one with a V6? Yeah, the Grand Vitara, yeah. And they went pretty well and they were, I mean, from all accounts, quite reliable. Uh, if we were on Suzuki, we may as well talk about the Swift GTI, but good, mm. luck, good luck finding one. Finding one, that's right. Okay, good luck. They... I don't know what that was. They just don't exist. Yeah, they no, right. they are. They have gone. Scotty, anything last from you? Um, no, I think we've covered most of them. The only ones I can think of. So yeah, if you're in the if you're into getting into that club game and you're said, oh, I'd, I'd like a car just to have a bit of fun with, tinker away with, but that's something that's cool and affordable. 
I think any of the ones we've mentioned tonight, gentlemen, I think are quite quite good value for the, for the money. So keep your eyeballs there. Go out and get on them. Yes, before they get too far. And then don't say we didn't tell you. We didn't tell you because we. <laughs> That's right. Um, thank you, David. Thank you, Scotty. You are welcome. No worries. Thanks for having me. Like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk T O R Q with Manny J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on Shell Engine, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Car Talk. Uh, check out our merch links on our on our, te- on our Facebook page, or just go to teespring.com and type in Car Talk Store. You'll find um, our merch there. Uh, also, uh, our friends at Solid GPS. They've come on board in terms of you know, we're not getting paid or anything to say this, but tell about the car community. If you listen to the show, if you want some trackers for twenty dollars um, off, type in uh, talk twenty um, one and you will get twenty dollars off your purchase at Solid GPS. So if you if you like us and we like to protect our cars and we don't want them to get nicked, and if they do, we can find them and and uh, get them back or and catch the perpetrators. Um, go to SolidGPS.com talk 21 and you will get your 20 dollars off which is quite a bargain for what you're getting so definitely that's great yeah definitely good um scotty thank you david thank you and i will see you guys next time take it easy see you then see ya